You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Restaurants are clawing their way back to normal. Tea is a bit tepid in grocery, a tea in 22 forecast, and Nepal tea exports plunge. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Despite easing lockdowns, customer counts continue to lag, leading to sluggish tea sales in U.S. restaurants and cafes. Winter normally boosts hot tea sales to seasonal highs, but steep hikes in menu prices, reduced hours of operation, and fears of COVID infection kept customers home after the holidays. Tea sales in food service declined an estimated 40% in 2020, according to market research firm Global Market Insights in Selbyville, Delaware. Recovering those lost dollars is closely tied to a return to normal that is gaining momentum in 2022. Food service employment surged 108,000 in January as restrictions on indoor dining eased. Iced tea sales at lunch, which account for the majority of U.S. tea sales and food service, are still suffering, however, because office workers remain at home. The Future Forum's January survey of 11,000 knowledge workers in the U.S., U.K., Australia, France, and Germany found that only 30% currently work from their office each day. In Canada, in January, almost 25% of office workers were still working from home, with 40% at home in Ottawa and 34.7% in Toronto. Unemployment is at 8.2% in leisure and hospitality, more than double the national U.S. average. January, however, marks the 13th consecutive month of job gains at eating and drinking establishments. Leisure and hospitality employment are still 10% below February 2020, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
Business Insight. Turnover in restaurants and cafes is unusually high right now at 73%. The all-worker average is normally 46% per year, and in 2014, the National Restaurant Association calculated normal turnover in restaurants at 66% per year. Mask mandates are one example of how COVID has changed working conditions. Hourly food service workers, 44%, say that dealing with rude, inappropriate consumer behavior is the biggest drawback to employment, according to market research firm Data Central. Restaurant workers, 81%, say they bear the brunt of customers' frustrations with how COVID affects the country. Almost half, 47% of restaurant customers, also say that customers have become more rude and inappropriate. A majority of food service workers, 62%, say that customers act like the pandemic is over for them. Many, 38%, fear contracting coronavirus from customers or co-workers. Tea is a bit tepid in grocery. The Tea in 22 forecast. This is the ninth of 12 Tea in 22 forecasts for the new year. Since packaged hot drinks are comparably priced, category buyers in grocery and department stores pay close attention to unit turnover, not labels. In 2020, consumer demand was insatiable as both tins of tea and boxes of botanicals flew off the shelves, but that equivalency has since diverged. Except for ready-to-drink and refrigerated teas, sales of packaged tea in grocery stores are in decline. Botanicals continue to surge. Persistence market research estimates that the global market for botanical infusions will expand at a compound annual growth rate of 8% through 2031. The European market for botanical infusions is growing at 6.7% per year. Europeans consumed 3,000 metric tons of botanicals in 2021, a total expected to rise to 5,427 metric tons by 2031. In contrast, according to Chicago-based market research firm IRI, sales of packaged tea in U.S. grocery, convenience, and department stores declined 6% in 2021 to $1.4 billion. The price per unit increased by $0.07 to $3.53 in step with inflation, but unit sales of tea bags and loose-leaf tea declined 7.8%. Sales value of canned and bottled teas grew 4.4% to $4.3 billion, but here, too, unit sales declined 2.8%, mainly due to food service closures. Quote, black tea has been consistently losing share to other formats, above all fruit and herbal tea, which appear to better address consumer concerns, end quote, writes Euromonitor in its Tea in the U.S. report. When grouped as a single category that includes teas, tisans, rooibos, and yerba mate, spending on plant-based botanicals is sufficient to lift the larger tea category to positive growth. 
People are drinking more, not less, tea and tisans. Their preference in retail channels, however, is shifting. Sales of specialty tea online grew by triple digits during the early days of the pandemic and continue to gain share. Consumer surveys indicate 71% of U.S. tea drinkers purchase their tea at grocery outlets with 20% choosing discounters, but more than 15% are now buying online. Business Insight Consumers continue to overstock a bit when shopping, but hoarding is no longer common. Yet U.S. grocery shelves remain bare. Beverage out-of-stocks remain frequent in 2021, although generally short-lived, according to IRI's CPG Supply Index. The IRI dashboard uses point-of-sale data and algorithms to dynamically calculate the percentage of in-stock items by category, including beverages, by region or by state. Trucking and shipping delays, a shortage of labor, bad weather, and disruptions due to the spread of the Omicron variant are largely responsible for current out-of-stocks. This week, out-of-stocks averaged 19% for beverages, including RTDT, up from 16% the week ending January 30th. The IRI index shows 78% availability for all packaged goods, edible and non-edibles, with out-of-stocks running as high as 46% in some categories. The service is free. Nepali tea exports plunged by a third as India exerted greater control over a porous border while simultaneously cracking down on packeteers that illegally blended tea passed off as Indian grown. The Kathmandu Post reports that during the period July 2021 through mid-January 2022, tea shipments declined by more than 33%. Volume fell to 6,590 metric tons. Value declined by 920,000 rupees to 1.85 billion rupees, about 15.4 million U.S. dollars. Last November, India notified Nepal producers that it would suspend their import license if it found they had exported low-quality teas, teas that did not meet food safety standards, and teas that did not list the country of origin. Nepal imports were often priced well below nearly identical teas grown in India. India also refused shipment of Nepal tea arriving from countries other than Nepal. India and Nepal trade under a tariff-free agreement, but that does not preclude India from stopping shipments under different pretexts, according to Deepak Kanal, Nepal's director of the National Tea and Coffee Development Board. Kanal told the newspaper that, quote, unauthentic rumors besmirching the quality of tea contributed to the decline. He cited the fact that India imposed a requirement for two separate laboratory tests instead of the previous requirement for one lab certification, a policy that stranded 6,000 metric tons of export-ready tea in Yapa. Business Insight Complaints about the restrictive import policies led to talks between the two governments in January, resulting in less onerous enforcement. 
Nepal's domestic market consumes most of the 25,000 metric tons of tea grown there. The remaining 40% is exported, with 80% of that total, mainly CTC, Katar Curl, destined for India. The remaining tea, mainly Orthodox, is traded with Germany, Russia, and the Czech Republic, as well as Japan. Aravinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 5th February 2022 It's snowing in Darjeeling the first time since 2007, yet another sign of climate change. Gardens remain closed in Darjeeling and the rest of North India for winter, but planters say this weather points to a good first flush to be expected next month. Meanwhile, the discussions on policies, prices, reforms continues. This week, the Indian Tea Association has proposed a minimum floor price for both made tea and green leaf. The group has sought the government's not to implement this. The price they propose will be linked to the cost of production plus quality of tea. In Assam, the Chief Minister Himanta Biswa Sarma announced the Assam Tea Industry Special Incentive Scheme to help 40 tea gardens develop resorts in a bid to build tea tourism as added revenue. In auctions, sale 5, Cochin saw good demand for both leaf tea and dust with over 80% on offer sold. Exporters to CIS and the Middle East were active for orthodox leaf, while upcountry buyers were active for CTC leaf. Blenders were active for CTC dust despite the subdued interest from big buyers such as Incoserve and SupplyCo. Kunu saw good demand for quality teas as well. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. This week, T-Biz travels to South America, where tea lovers from across Brazil are organizing the country's first tea culture week, scheduled for early August 2022. Amigos dos Chá founder Elizabeth Vandervorst, Ellie to her friends, and Yuri Hayashi, founder of Escola de Chá in Sao Paulo, announced the event. Ellie joins us this week to discuss tea culture in Brazil. The more than 200 million people living in Brazil, a country hard hit during the pandemic, are traversing a familiar path as health-conscious consumers seek plant-based foods and beverages. Brazilians traditionally consume great quantities of coffee and herbal infusions, but will for the first time this year celebrate one of South America's least well-known tea cultures, which dates to the early 1800s. Brazilians drink an average of 10 cups of tea annually, a quantity that has increased from a mere 18 grams per person consumed in 2016, well below Chile's 730 grams per head, and much less than Ireland's 2.2 kilo per person average. 
The popularity of ready-to-drink tea is growing alongside Brazil's thirst for loose-leaf camellia sinensis, but averages less than one liter per person per year. Yerba mate remains popular in the south of Brazil. Yet during the period 2013 to 2020, tea consumption increased 25%, quote, almost double the world average of 13%, end quote, according to market research firm Euromonitor. In the past five years, specialty tea cafes and franchise tea emporiums have flourished, says Ellie. Ellie, will you describe for listeners the tea market in Brazil? When we started our activities in Brazil in the 90s, imported teas from the Netherlands and later from Germany, the tea market did not exist yet. We didn't have the marketing tools we have today. We had to work in this way, face-to-face and direct sales B2B. It was going slowly, but we knew that one day this couldn't change it. We can say that the tea market in Brazil really started five years ago when there was a boom of uh, new tea shops, uh, specialized stories, uh, new tea uh, specialists, sommeliers, enthusiasts, and tea courses. In addition to the course in 2013, we had the first official institution of tea teaching college, Escola de Chá in Baú, founded by Yuri Ayash and her husband, Claudio Brizichello. In parallel uh, with this leap in the market, we saw the growth of a tea community on social networks, which motivated a great number of consumers and tea lovers. I have to say that was on, in 2020 with uh, the pandemic that we felt a greater demand for a healthy lifestyle, generating a significant increase in the healthy food and beverage sector, including, of course, teas, blends and tisanis. Um, we feel that this, the market is growing, still growing, and due to the versality that we have uh, with the Camellia sinensis and according new tendons within mixology and culinary, we are gaining strength to dispel the meats that the tea is just a hot drink to have in a winter season. Today, our market has a growing number of tea imports, and it's worth to mention that Brazil has a little tea producer's community aiming for quality tea. By the way, do you know that Brazil was the first country to produce tea in the Occident? The introduction of tea cultivation began in 1810 with the arrival of seeding seeds and Chinese to Brazil. Tea Culture Week, scheduled for August 1st to 7th, 
will feature online and in-person activities across the country. Retailers, marketers, tea educators, and volunteer enthusiasts have been planning the event for months, according to Ellie. Events include special tastings, formal afternoon tea, gift offers, and discounts to encourage sampling, as well as public presentations, workshops, and gatherings in parks and tea houses. Will you describe the goal you have in mind? Our focus is to expand its market and bring a minimum of knowledge to Brazilian on this topic. Uh, we want also to keep the culture alive. Will be a little contribution for our tea market. How do you see the future of tea in Brazil? This is the question that uh, I am excited to answer because I am very positive uh, in the, the tea market. Always I have been positive. I am 27 years in the tea market here in Brazil. Uh, I pass uh, not so easy time and I am still here. And I have a lot of projects still I have. So I can say that with the help of such engaged and serious people who have knowledge and such a clear vision of our tea market, all this energy can only give us a lot of openness for our future. I believe that in order to obtain a well-structured market, it's necessary to create awareness and consistency with our Brazilian consumer. The consumer is the key. Teaching them is necessary in order to spread this ancient culture. Education needs to be assertive because in the future we will obtain concrete results and then the Brazilian market can be visible to the rest of the world. Uh, of course, there is a need for help from various government agencies with benefits and assistance to tea producers, farmers, and greater openness to importers who suffer from various impediments. We have a great challenge ahead of us. The tea movement is just beginning, a tip of the great iceberg, which is to spread tea culture in Brazil. But uh, the most touching and important thing is that the tea brings us together in a passionate way, stirring our senses. This is what we like to show and teach for those who have not yet experienced this delightful beverage. And to those who already know, we ask them to help us to spread this culture around our country. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage 
That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.